podcast friends. My name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Microphone. Microphone check. Pretty good, pretty good. Mic check one two one two one two. All right, friends, what is going on? We are back with a brand new, brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Let's get straight into it, right? Like, why dilly dally with some other bullcrap that probably has no relevance um, to you? It's just more fun for me to rant about different stuff. But uh, we are focused today. We are talking about um, selling the Komodo, right? So I bought the Komodo. In, I think right when it came out, it was October of 2021. Uh, so I've had it for almost like basically two years. Uh, and the original goal for the Komodo uh, really wasn't really really wasn't to make like huge profits off of it. Um, I thought it would be a good rental. Uh, I really wanted something with. Um, the specs of the Komodo, so you know, 6K Redco Raw, uh, global shutter was was a huge thing, and I've been been able to utilize global shutter uh, really well on the Komodo, uh, from shooting uh, action scenes to car stuff, and so that was originally why I wanted to buy it, right? I, again, it didn't have the specs of like a Gemini, uh, didn't have like the low light of, of the Gemini, didn't have um, full frame vista vision of like a helium um, or a monstro or anything like that, but it was small, super compact, a shot on. See fast cards, which is great, you know, very affordable. Um, it was uh, light enough where you can put it on like an RS2 Pro or something heavier like a Movi or a Ronin 2. Uh, you can go handheld on it. So it was a great little camera, whether you wanted to be like A camera or uh, B camera, it was still really good. Uh, but, you know, over the last um, two years since I bought it, Red came out with the, the Raptor, right? The Raptor Vista Vision. And it came out with the Komodo X. I got to the point where the Komodo really wasn't like um, super profitable, even if you're renting it out every day, you know, like average um, average rental for my Komodo package was around $200. Um, and then since then, it was like, you know, people on ShareGrid were renting them out for like $150, $120 with like a full package, you know? So, I mean, again, it's not like I, I, I was like, I owed like anything on it. I paid, um, I paid cash on the Komodo. So again, it was just making me a little bit of money here and there. But when I was looking at the rentals compared to like my FX9 say, it was like day and night different. You know, my FX9 goes out all the time, uh, whether I'm on the shoot or whether uh, different pr productions were renting the FX9 from me. Whereas the Komodo really wasn't, uh, it was it was sitting more on the bench, you know, it was more like a bench warmer, you know, uh, if anyone knows uh, basketball analogies, right? And so kind of just sitting on the sidelines for, mo for most of the time. Um, and, you know, as, as much as, as I love the image from it, uh, when it comes to the dynamic range in the uh, low end of the IRE range, you know, so you're like five to, to 25 IRE fantastic you can you can you can be underexposed by like two two and a half stops and you can still get a really really clean image um and when you're in the grade shot their feature film um on the komodo and and it served them well but now that the barano is coming out next year uh, i figure you know if if i do get the barano which does it is the goal uh the goal is to get the barano by the end of next year so like 20 end of 2024 you know like november december time uh is the is the goal I really don't need the Komodo. It would probably just be, again, just sitting in a Pelican case for the most part, you know? So I figured, well, you know, when I can sell it now and get as much money as I can for the Komodo, again, given that the Komodo X is out, given that the Raptor is out, 
uh, it would it would be in my best interest to sell it now rather than later, right? And get less money for it. So that is uh, that is the situation right now. So the Komodo has been sold. Um, sold basically everything uh, for the Komodo package that I owned, which was the advanced distribution uh, gold mount plate from Tilta. It has a like, time code. It has um, three pin fisher for run, start, stop or start stop. It has a, a, a EXT port and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, sold my Ignite Digi gimbal bottom mate. I uh, got gimbal bottom mate adapter which is basically uh, a way for you to uh, get the get the camera onto a movie or get it onto Ronin 2 easily without having to switch plates um, and then like the cage and all that kind of stuff the only thing I didn't sell were my CFast cards because I figure you know in the future if I do get um, I don't know like a, a smaller camera like a like a Blackmagic Pocket 6k or something like that uh, not the new ones I think the new ones shoots on C, uh, CF Express uh, type B cards. But I mean, e even if I were to get like uh, the older uh, 6K Pro or, you know, it's certain certain devices I might just use a CFast card. Uh, I figure, you know, let me just keep those CFast cards. If I want to sell them in the future, I can always do that. So I do have the CFast cards, but yeah, the Komodo, again, if you're, if you're looking at say getting a Komodo, right? Like you don't need the Komodo X. I think the Komodo X, let me see right now. Komodo X, I do know, is uh, it costs more than the Komodo. The Komodo, a brand new one, is $59.95, so like $6,000. Uh, the Komodo X is like like ten. I think it's like $10,000, right? Or $99.95. Yeah, $99.95, right? So you're, you're, you'll be spending another $4,000 for the uh, Komodo X in... It, it's a tough sell because I feel like for that same price, your the next best thing is like an FX6, right? So um, what are the differences between the Komodo X, like, you know, roughly speaking, right? What are the differences, like the main differences between Komodo X and an FX6 full frame, right? Versus a, a slightly crop sensor, which is close to full frame. Um, you are getting, uh, I believe... I believe the Komodo X can shoot 6K at 80 frames per second with no crop, and it'll do 4K 120. Here's the thing, though, right? With the with the Komodo X and the Komodo, the 4K is really it, it's it's pretty shitty. Uh, it it crops in a lot, uh, whereas and you have to use noise reduction. Like there there is no getting around it. Um, the 5K is very very usable. I use the 5K a lot on the Komodo. 6K again, very very clean, right? So if you do for whatever reason need like 4K 120, I would highly recommend going FX6. I know, uh, and the FX6 again, you have at least one built-in XLR, or no, the XLR is on the handle, I think, right? Something like that. Whatever, you get, you get an XLR, right? Uh, you do get variable ND. Um, you get autofocus uh, and you also get that same small form factor where you can put it on a, again, you don't, if you don't have a Ronin 2, you have an RS2 Pro or an RS3 Pro or, or a Z and Crane, right? Great for handheld and, and tripod and all that kind of stuff, right? Car rigs and, and all that, all that jazz. Um, do you need Redcode RAW, right? Uh, many of us necessarily don't need RAW. Uh, again, for me, like most of the stuff that I shoot is on my FX9 that just shoots uh, all live, right? It's like AVC all live uh raw is is great it's not necessary you know like even uh for my film uh a drowning heart i did shoot on fx9 komodo and fx6 and they all match really well which is great fantastic i love that 
but did I need like the raw? Did the raw really give me anything else? No, it didn't because like the FX, the FX9, everything matched with, with with the Komodo matched with the FX9, matched with the FX6. So, you know, um, if you if you white balance, I mean, even if you're if you, even if you mess up the white balance a little bit on on all the cameras that we have today, it's so easy to to adjust the white balance and and get a really clean um, uh, post-production image, you know? So again, Komodo X, you're like, oh man, do I spend the extra $4,000 or do I get an FX6? Um, and say your current camera package is like, uh, I don't know, maybe you have Blackmagic or you have Panasonic or Fuji, or maybe you're shooting on the, on the A7S3 or something like that, you know? I would say that the, the Komodo X, um, uh, unless you do need that global shutter, you're doing a lot of car stuff, you're doing a lot of fast action stuff, sports stuff, right? Komodo X would probably be a better bet. Um, based upon my experience and you get again that 6k 80 frames per second and if you and if you know going into it that you're doing a lot of the post-production that you're you're cool with doing um uh what's it called uh noise reduction then you know you have the 4k 120 uh there um so again it kind of depends i i for me i i feel like if i were in that situation where i was like oh which one do i get i would probably just get an fx6 you know not not because i already have an fx9 but if i were like you know, comparing both of them, um, I I, I would say FX6 for the most part, unless you're in a situation where, you know, you really want to shoot like a ton of anamorphic, um, I would go, I would go Komodo then, um, because you do have the uh, 4x3, um, 6x5, you have 4x3 and 6x5 modes um, in on the Komodo, whereas with the FX6, you don't have any anamorphic, you don't have like true anamorphic support, you're basically just shoving your two times lens on a, on a full frame sensor, then you have to crop in a lot, you know, in post. So, um, my experience with, with that on the yeah, fixed nine is different because I'm working with a six K sensor. So when I do crop in, I'm still getting a lot of, a lot of image fidelity when I have to crop in like 1.9 times or whatever in, in post, you know, which is what I had to do on, um, on the park. Uh, my short film that I shot two years ago, we shot an FX nine, uh, with, um, rehoused, uh, or not rehoused with the, um, uh, Kalar Promenar, uh, two times anamorphic scope. And I had a crop in a lot, you know, so, but again, it was 6k. So it was like, it worked out really great. Um, so again, if you're in a situation where you're shooting anamorphic, I like, like a lot of anamorphic, I would probably go Komodo X if you're shooting anamorphic, like here and there, but most, you know, you're, you want something that is a solid camera that can shoot 4k 120. I think it also does 1080 at like 240, you know, you have very blendy XLR. I would go FX6, you know, so do I regret buying the Komodo? No, it brought me value. You know, um, it, it was a great image. It was a great opportunity to use uh, the camera and I got a lot out of it. So do I regret, you know, selling it? Nope, because next year uh, we are getting the Burano. So, all right, that is it for this episode. Hope that helped you guys out. If you were looking at, you know, hey, should I get a Komodo? Should I get a secondhand Komodo? Uh, should, I, should I shelve up the extra money for a Komodo X? Uh, or the money I would go towards the Komodo. Should I get an FX6 instead? You know, hopefully this uh, episode this episode helped you guys out in some way, shape, and form. If you like the episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Uh, please subscribe or follow the podcast. One of those two. Uh, I still don't know. After like, how long, how long have I had this uh, podcast for? I've had this podcast for like three years maybe going on four or something like that. And I still don't know what the fuck it is, right? It shows how much I know about all this stuff I'm doing. Uh, but follow the podcast. Please share with all your friends, your homies, your homets. And as always, I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode.